0: Big dreams need great teams. You simply cannot do it on your own. I'm excited to have you here. Let's dive in. Welcome back, everybody, to the Big Dreams, Great Teams podcast. Today we're talking about values and how having a value statement is a critical part of getting your team to be a high-performing team. Now, I know it might be easy to think that a mission statement or a value statement might be just something you need if you're a big business or if you're a big corporate, or perhaps it's just some words that go on a marketing brochure for clients or customers to be able to read. But actually, today's episode is all about how important values are your value statement and your team value statement is to supporting your team to actually perform to your highest expectations, and ideally to start to exceed them. So let's dive into that in this episode. Let's start with, well, what are values? So values are words that are your guiding principles that essentially explain the purpose of your business, the overarching principles and the overarching explanation as to how you want clients and customers to feel and how you want people internally to be going about their roles. So it's words that explain often why you started the business and the behaviors and the traits that are really important to you as part of this business. And these words, these value statements, become these guiding principles as to how you want your team doing things and making people feel So you can already start to hear that even just from this simple definition, this simple explanation, that if you as a business owner want to be able to step away from being really heavily involved in all the things, then even just by having a list of values, a list of words that describe the way you want people to feel, what's important to you and the way you want things done is already a really great place to start to give your team, to give anybody who's going to be interacting with you some guiding principles. Now, often, these values that are discussed, so business values, can be found, as I said, on a glossy brochure, and often they're externally presented. So it's something that I've seen lots of businesses come up with as part of getting their sales and their marketing process down pat. And that's perfect. But I guess externally relevant values are great, But they're not the ones that I'm talking about when I'm talking about a set of values that support your team, the people who are working for you to be the highest possible performing team. So the values that I'm talking about are team values, and they are words that describe and become the backbone of how you want your team to be doing things internally so that your team can meet and exceed your expectation. So team values are often guiding principles that lots of businesses and particularly lots of clients that I work with choose to come up with in conjunction with their team. And so it's a way of collectively agreeing how you should behave, how you're going to act and how you're going to make decisions on a day-to-day basis in your individual roles and often team values are a blend of your personal values your business values so the ones that you share externally with clients which you know let people know what it's like to work with you or to buy from you So it's a blend of those, but they'll also include language and descriptions which are specific to the way you want your team to interact with each other and the way you want your team or the people on your team to make decisions as they go about their roles. So last week I attended a team retreat for one of my clients and the topic, the workshop that I ran was all about high performing teams. And as part of that, I spoke about how everybody's got this ability to act as an everyday leader. And part of what we did as a group was we came together to agree a list of words, a list of behaviours, a list of ways that we agreed that we would work together as a team or they agreed that they would work together as a team, which became their team values. The process that we went through was to ask everybody in the room how they needed to act and interact with each other to be the highest possible performing team. And each person shared words that were important to them. The team agreed words that were important as far as the way they wanted each other to act with each other. And this became the list of team values. So we started with a word, but we didn't stop there. We dug into and specified, well, what does that word mean to you? in the context of you working together as a team, because we all know that if you take a word like integrity or openness or transparency, then you may have your own interpretation of that. And that might even vary within a team or within a room. It might even you know, vary within your family. So it's really important when we're defining team values to, yes, come up with a list of words, but also to make sure that we explain and specify how that actually works from a practical perspective and what we mean for each of those words. So this group that I had the absolute pleasure of joining on Friday sat there and shared the words that they thought, the words that reflected the way they needed to act with each other to be working better together to be the highest possible performing team. They talked about what collaboration meant in their context. And for example, that was one of the words that came up and and became one of their values. So, you know, to give you some example of common words that I see in team value statements are things like openness. So if we take that as an example, that can give somebody guidance to share information, to not hold back and worry about people knowing too much. It might actually give people permission if they're thinking, oh, I won't bother that person by telling them that because it might be annoying if I send another email. So you can see that it guides like little micro decisions that people make throughout their day by sharing the intent. We want to share information. Openness to us means like sharing more rather than less. And it also gives permission to not worry about something which may have stopped you from otherwise doing something. Another example might be something like customer over profit, which could provide guidance to your team to, you know, how they should handle a refund request that might be, you know, escalating within the business or a customer complaint or someone who seems to be getting upset or not appreciating a process or or initial explanation that they're being given, Another example of where customer not profit might be a backbone value to your team is if you know you're finding that your team are being faced with mistakes and errors that are coming up and they don't know how to handle it, especially if the customer or the client has been affected or found out about it. Or maybe a team value that might be appropriate for you might be like equality or fairness. And your definition of that might be about not making exceptions for individuals and really sticking to the rules or the process and treating everybody the same way and making sure that you include everybody and being transparent and being equal. So you can see that there's lots of variations that you could apply and may apply to you and your team, even just by choosing some simple words like openness, you know, customer not profit, fairness, equality, transparency, etc. So that's just some examples of ones that I've seen on lots of team value statements. And I'm hoping that by sharing some examples, they might start to ring true and you might start to think, oh, yeah, that is the way I would want my team to act and react. Because one of the biggest challenges that I talk to my clients about and one of the biggest challenges that every business owner faces is, you know, you hand over, you delegate tasks, you delegate things for people to do. And then little bits of frustration, disappointment, resentment, whatever kicks in. And often they kick in about how the person has executed what you want them to do. So you, somebody can functionally do what you've asked without applying the right feeling or going about it the right way or leaving the other person on the end, like on the receiving end or whatever it is you've asked them to do with the right feeling about or experience with your business. So... That's where getting really clear on the how is so important to delegate effectively and really set your team up to be able to succeed and be able to meet your expectations and then exceed them. So team values are such a great tool to provide the backbone for your team so that the people that you're asking to do the work for you know how you'd like them to do it when you aren't involved, when you're not shadowing, so they don't have to keep coming back and forward to you for lots of little interpretation or lots of little guidance on all the little details. And it gives them a reference point when they're making a micro decision and they're thinking, oh, I'm not quite sure what to do here. You know, what would Paula want me to do or how would Paula want me to handle this? Then they're able to look at those team values and think, well, in the spirit of being open, I'm going to do this. In the spirit of being open, I'm going to ask for this clarification. Because the reality is you can have a great position description, you can have great processes, you can have great systems, and I hugely encourage you having all of those. But you'll never in reality be able to prescribe in specific detail every single little thing that you want somebody to do in every single little situation that comes up. So naturally, you're also asking somebody to apply some thinking, some logic, some reasoning, some problem solving to their role. And so by having team values, you're offering them guidance onto how to problem solve, how to apply their judgment, how to think for themselves and make decisions. So you're guiding how they make those micro decisions within their role. So If you want to, in 2023, shift and evolve to being a more hands-off leader in your business, and even if you're really still very hands-on and you just maybe want to just take some fingers off all the things, I really encourage you to make a list of behaviours which describe how you want your team to go about things And make this your team values list. So come up with a word, but then also describe what it means to you and give it to your team. So that can be your baby starting point right now. Write down some values, write down five, you can come up with seven, great, that describe the important behaviors to you as to how you want people to go about their roles and what you want them to keep in mind when they're making decisions. You know, maybe when you have a team of like five, like so if you're just starting out and you're just hiring a couple of people, then maybe it's a matter of you just writing the values and sharing them. That's a beautiful starting point. And maybe when you get to a team of five or so, then you can have a meeting and you can ask for discussion and collaboration. And maybe you get to add some more words to that value statement, or maybe it evolves a little bit. Or if you have a team of like 10 or more people and you don't have this team values or this team behaviors list, then actually this is a really perfect activity for you guys to do together. You get to come up with a list of words that can describe the way you work together and the way you want to work together to be even better, to be collaborating better, to be functioning better, to be really be like operating like that well-oiled machine, do it together. It's a beautiful activity. You might be surprised with the conversation that comes up with the permission giving that's given around the room. And often these words can then become the language that's used within your business. And here's something that's really interesting. Those words, the language, the way you do things is what defines your culture. So often I get asked how you improve your culture, how you create a motivated, proactive, etc. culture. And the thing is, is that your culture, the way your people are currently working together, is a reflection of the values, the team values that already exist. So they may not be written down, but they exist. So if you want to improve your culture... Start by writing down the list of the way the team should be working together, what the team values could be, and then invite a conversation about, are these the right words? How do we do this better? How do we work together better? What do we need to add here? How do we better explain this? And facilitate that conversation of permission giving and asking for what people need, etc., And in time, you'll see the culture being the way your business is operating, the way it feels, you'll see it shift in a really positive way towards the values and to reflect what you want it to And of course, as always, if you want a hand dialing up the performance of your team, you know, if you want to to have a chat about the culture or the things that don't feel great, the performance you are or aren't getting from the people on your team, or perhaps you need to hire some new people, then reach out to me. This is absolutely what we can talk about on a Dream Team Discovery call. And we can talk about how your team feels now and the tangible actions that you need to take to move it towards to something that feels more like a high-performing team, which I call your Dream Team okay so that's it for today as always your feedback your thoughts tagging leave a review make sure you follow the show all of that is really really appreciated and valuable to me I hope you've enjoyed this episode on values and how they are a critical part of driving a high-performing team and I'll be back here next week and until then have fun